The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toying.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Gale. Derek and myself, Mike. How you doing? I understand tired. Of course, I'm dealing frustration. Well, no Wookiee Radio this week because <laughs> went through frustrations and like started looking at time going, okay, it's 940 now. We're not going to get, we're not going to get a, the show that we need to get done. So let's, uh, let's call it. And then five minutes afterwards, I, I found the issue, but it was still too late. It's too late to do a show. It's something I thought about trying to check, and it was that last thing I knew to check. I probably should have checked first, but oh well. Uh, I think I did try to get there to check, and for whatever reason, I right-click on the speaker icon, and it does not open up the properties. I got to find out why it won't do that anymore. I double-click it with a left click, and it won't open either. So I don't know. Figure out why. But um, check out the homepage, weebygeeks.net a little behind okay it's a lot behind <laughs> but you can still check out our affiliates like biddy boomers use code win or weeby geeks for 15 percent off your purchase at biddy boomers if for some reason the code's not working let me know so i can let them know um because i know people have used it so uh let's keep it going also too as you heard in our opener use code win geeks 15 for 15 percent off your purchase at Toink.com, T-O-Y-N-K.com. And uh, hey, Derek, you got the Weeby Geeks pick for this week. And if you want to do double, go ahead and pick Wookiee Radios since I got you here. Yeah, no problem. So Weeby Geeks will be anything that's not Star Wars or Marvel. Uh, of course, Wookiee Radio will be all Star all Star Wars. Uh, anything we do on Mighty Marvel Geeks, which this week I, I gave... I gave Eric a buy on it because, well, he is a Jeopardy champion. He was a one-day champion. Uh, he chose the, yeah, he was on Jeopardy back in 2006. So that's why we're freaking geniuses over on uh, Money Marvel Geeks. It's because of him. 
He definitely bumps. He's a Jeopardy champion. Um, he chose the Jeopardy throw blanket that looks like the Jeopardy board. I'm like, okay, I'll let it slide. You found that. You're a Jeopardy champ. I'm going to let that one slide. Go for it. So actually, if you if you find something Star Wars, I'll make that a double Weeby Geeks Wookiee Radio pick. If you end up going Star Wars. Okay. Uh, yep. Steven Summer. Yes, they did. <laughs> okay. So you're going puzzles. I said you're going puzzles. So, oh, okay. Pulling up so I can get a picture. That's cool. Yeah, there's some other nice ones on here. Uh, the one at the top of the page on mine was the uh, Aurora Borealis. Just gorgeous. Yeah, there's some great ones here. Covered Bridge is pretty cool. Yeah, there's some good stuff here. There's a lot more Bob Ross stuff than I thought. Okay, they did socks, but where's the happy tree socks? I see they've done socks. So how come there's no happy tree socks? Come on. Happy, happy trees. Yeah, have them recommend it to the company. Yeah. So cool. Um, no, I'll find something Star Wars. Oh, unless you have some. Okay. If I can follow along. Oh, cool. Product type. That would be home decor. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not home decor. Believe it or not, because it's going to be under lamps and nights. <laughs> Oh, cool. Okay, I see it. All right, I see it. Only reason why, only reason why I'm asking, so I can get a picture of this, so I could on Instagram. That way, we could plug it. Yeah, shame. See, there's enough room. They could have put an A wing on there too, because the, it was A wings and it was an A. There was an A wing and an X wing that went in with them. A couple X wings, but there was an A wing that went in too. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's powered by USB cable, which is great for L, which is really good for LED. Which means you could, I mean, if you're on the road and you take this with you, you plug it into your laptop and power it with your laptop. Or if you have a multi-charger, you could, you could use the charger. That's awesome. Good picks. Good picks. So, um, I want to say congratulations first off top of the show to, uh, to the rock father himself, James Zahn. He got promoted to editor in chief of the toy book. So shout out and kudos Congrats to the Rockfather, or as we call him over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, Agent Rockfather. So congrats there. Um, so since we're doing Toy Book, I mentioned James and the Toy Book, and they cover toys and collectibles. Uh, let's hit what they do. I think it's in their title, book. Oh, wait, no, Toy Book. Um, <laughs> they cover books. They don't cover books. They cover books. Never mind. <laughs> um, I got a really cool press release from uh, Jada Toys or Jada Toys. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, apparently, um, apparently one of the latest trends taking over TikTok is diecast collectors. I have not seen this on TikTok. I don't, po- I don't post on TikTok. I do enjoy watching videos. Only reason why I have TikTok is because I enjoy, <laughs> I like watching the videos. Yeah. Uh, so a specific niche that is particularly taking off is diecast cars. With over 162.5 million posts under hashtag diecast cars on TikTok. Yeah. And of course, Jada Toys is a, is a leader, uh, is, is one of the fan favorites in this community. So, um, and they have some of the biggest licenses in the world, such as Fast and Furious, DC, and Marvel. Of course, uh, we were looking before show, uh, Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, Transformers, uh, Stranger Things. Um, whole bunch of stuff. So I have a small sample. Yeah, yeah. And we were we were really talking. I mean, they have almost every Batmobile. They they have every on screen version of the Batmobile. Actually, no, they don't. They they have the original animated series, but they don't have Diedrich Bader's the Batman Batmobile. So there there's still more Batmobiles out there to to do. Um, Batboat, the Bat the Bat Cycle would be great as well. Um, so. In the in the press release, uh, they highlight four cars. 
uh, the DC Comics, the Batman, Batmobile, and Batman figure. Uh, it's 124 scale. Uh, it's from the recent movie. It includes the signature Batmobile and a Batman figure. This diecast vehicle, working wheels, premium premium rubber tires, opening hood, doors, and trunk. Comes with a 100% diecast Batman figure with a signature cape and cowl. Uh, number two, it's a 155th scale. It's Fast and Furious's Dom's 1970 Dodge Charger. You're gonna do a Dodge Charger. That's the one to get. I was do a classic car. I would. I would. I would love a, 70, a 1970 Dodge Charger. Uh, it's the iconic Dodge, Dodge Charger driven by Dom Toretto. Ten second car made appearances throughout the Fast and Furious movies and continues to be a symbol of Dom's resilience. Uh, number three, Fast and Furious Brian's Nissan GT Ben Supra. It's a 124 scale. Uh, it's the one featured in. Uh, Fast and Furious 6, that's 124 scale. And then finally, uh, Marvel 4 GT with Spider-Man figure 124th. Uh, this comes with a Spider-Man figure and a Ford GT inspired by the neighborhood Spidey himself. Pretty cool. Those are cool. They're Batmobile-wise, there's only three I'm really interested in. It's Keaton's uh, 66 and um, animated series. Those are those are the ones that really touch, touch me when it comes to... Uh, Batmobiles and Batmans. Don't get me wrong. I I've enjoyed the other Batman films because it's Batman. Even though Nolan verse is not my favorite. Uh, good stories. Don't get me wrong. And I really loved what they did with Scarecrow. But Nolan did with Scarecrow. I thought that was that was brilliant. And I was kind of hoping we saw him more. Um, I would. Well, yeah, it would have been cool if he was brought back for the third film as part of the uh, the Bane to tie in with Bane and help Bane conquer. Is that, I mean, it seems like that would be the type of thing. But the way they use Bane, we saw him briefly in two. It, yeah, yeah. He had, he had more impact in two than in three. Yeah. Whereas in two, it was almost like they were wrapping up, wrapping up his character from the first film while setting up Joker and Two-Face, which I couldn't believe Two-Face was such a short-lived story plot. But, oh well. I would have been curious to see what Nolan would have done with Riddler or even Mad Hatter. Yeah, while Joker was almost a a must to bring in, how can you not do a Batman film, Batman franchise trilogy without Joker? I mean, sorry, it's, yeah. Um, I would rather have seen Mad Hatter over Bane, especially with the way they did Bane, or do another double, another double. I don't think Riddler would have worked well with Mad Hatter, and I'm okay with that. But I think Mad Hatter would have needed to be done. Oh, maybe Mad Hatter and Hush. That that may have worked. That may have worked. So, um, so yeah, that's that's Jada or Jada Toys, uh, in their diecast. And Hasbro apparently this this week was Power Week for Hasbro and things that you can that are up for pre order now, um, such as the Power Rangers Dino Thunder Yellow Ranger. I'm curious to see what the price is. Twenty four ninety nine. Okay, so a, so um, this has become a standard price for the six-inch figures, except for when it comes to Star Wars. Star Wars, the six-inch figures are now starting at twenty-seven ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, up next, these are these are kind of cool. It's a, uh, a crossover. Power Rangers meets Street Fighter, a morphed John Lee Blazing Phoenix. It's it's actually kind of cool. It is it is a cool look. Very very much. I mean, it's it's an extremely nice blend of the of the two of, of Street Fighter and Power Rangers, and this is something I can actually see as a as a uh, Power Ranger team. Uh, up next, after that, 
is um, Power Ranger Street Fighter Lightning Collection Morphed Ryu Crimson Hawk. This looks cool too. Didn't even check to see what the pricing was on these. If they're up thirty three ninety nine. Okay, I kind of understand that. Uh, I think yeah, Sean Lee is the same way. I I kind of see that because it's two licenses, so both licenses got to get their cut. No biggie. I I, I accept that. Uh, up next is a new collection in the Lightning Collection. Uh, we have oh wow, there's quite a few. Did all of this come out this week? Not sure. The Ninja ones did. Did they? No. Okay. I don't think the white metallic white ranger came out this week either. Or the helmets. Maybe. Well, I'm going to cover these anyway. Um, new, kind of new for me, most likely for Derek as well. I'm not speaking for Derek. Uh, Mighty Morphin Blue Power Ranger helmet. The Mighty Morphin Blue Ranger Power Lance, which has a display stand. Uh, the Mighty Morphin Dragon Zord. The Lost Gout. The Lost Galaxy Green Ranger, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Black Ranger. Uh, I already mentioned the Dino Thunder Yellow Ranger and Street Fighter figures. Uh, Mighty Morphin Yellow Ranger Power Morpher. So we're finally getting some other Power Morphers. Um, the Mighty Morphin Snizzard, which is one of the villains. Thank you. Uh, the Mighty Morphin Red Ranger helmet, which is probably from the original series. Uh, Time Force Blue Ranger and Vector Cycle. And Wild Force Blue Ranger, and then um, the Yellow Ranger Power Daggers, which also has a great looking um, stand for it. So some cool stuff there. So it, it's cool what they're doing with uh, Power Rangers. And have they? Has Hasbro always had the Power Ranger license? I don't think so. I don't remember. But I kind of like what they've done. It's pretty cool. And I was wrong. Uh, the Black Ranger, who was Adam, and the Galaxy Green came out a while ago. But since we're talking Hasbro Pulse. Uh, did you see the, um, the Marvel Legends figures or hear about the Marvel Legends figures that are coming that are based on, um, the Disney plus shows? Of course, they got one that I want to get two of one, to keep in the box and one to display. There is a Howard, Howard, the duck with Scott Lang's head. Yep. That's a, that's a must for me. So when that one comes out, uh, Hasbro says it will be out February of next year. Guess who will be getting it? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. And I actually I kind of like this sculpt because the, the animated almost has this, almost is the Chip Zdarsky look. And I almost wish this was more the look that James Gunn had done for the movie, you know, for the films. But it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ni nice look. Um, the other one that we like over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks is the classic Loki, the old man Loki from the Loki series. That one looks amazing. Risk Call's not bad from What If. But eh, I will not get the Loki because that's going to put me down the rabbit hole wanting to collect all the other Lokis. Can't do it. Can't do it. Howard with the Tesseract? Yeah. Yeah, that one's really cool. Yeah. Well, it's like with the Spider-Man. We talked about it. Right now, there is only one Spider-Man figure that I want out of the Legends. That's the Toei, the Japanese Spider-Man, the Toei Spider-Man. And if they ever do Nicholas Hammond's Amazing Spider-Man from the CBS show, I want it as well. Other than that, I don't. I could care less about the other Spider-Man because, again, rabbit hole. That's that's just the hole I don't want to go down. Um, I mean, I have one. I have two Marvel Legend figures. I have the Kitty Pride that came as part of my Marvel Unlimited Plus. Is you get the whole collector pack, which came with a couple books, a patch, pen. Which the pen was Spider Gwen. Well, that one to Zoe. Um, Kitty Pride, which is just in a poly bag. I haven't I haven't gotten a display for you. Um, and it comes with, uh, is it Lockheed, her 
dragon. So it's it's swashbuckler kitty pride. So I'm curious to see what other kitty prides are out there. And if there's not too many, I may consider getting doing the kitty pride or maybe getting other X-Men from that stuff. It may. If not, maybe get another couple X-Men that go along that era of the swashbuckler. So I'm not exactly sure where the swashbuckler era comes from. Which era? Okay. Which I don't think they've done any other Marauders uh, figures. But the only way you get this Kitty Pride is if you bought the 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 high the high tier um, Marvel Unlimited, which I got it for the mid tier price because they were running a, a a deal right after the first of the year, which is how I got it. So I've been paying monthly until that deal, and then I switched to that deal, and uh, I think that was worth it. Truthfully, I liked it. This is some of the other features because it also came with a sword patch, which I got to figure out how I'm going to do Velcro and have that for my uh, my old Think Geek convention back. It's got the Velcro front and I had the sword patch to it. Right now, the only other uh, Marvel Legends figure I own is I have Frogman. There's a long story behind Frog. I have a fear of frogs. I can look at them all day behind glass on the ground. If it jumps on me, if it jumps on me, or I pull a glass which and uh, happen to see it like maybe under the glass or behind the glass hidden and I'm caught off guard, forget it. Uh, no, it's game over. So when I saw they were making a Frogman figure, I'm like, okay, I got, I got to do it. Because the family picks on me about frogs. Because believe it or not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. Obviously, our, I may have to post this on, on Facebook. I guess it's a, it's a spice shaker, maybe salt, maybe a pepper. I don't know. But my family found this for me, and it stays on the computer. So I have a frog on the computer. It's a little ceramic frog, like shaker. It's got two holes on it where you could shake, but it's not used for that. It's just a Trotsky that's, it stays on the desk. It, it just stays on the desk. So I have a frog there. I have a jade frog that lives in my, my backpack for work that, uh, my dad, that my dad got from Korea and then he's over there. So, uh, one, I keep it because of the, the memories of my dad, which can you believe that's going to be five years ago next month that we lost him? Yeah. Seems like, seems like, seems like a year ago. And again, I appreciate you and Ken, um, plugging along during that time when, when I just, couldn't do it and thankfully i popped i was able to pop on i saw y'all were going and i just jumped on briefly because i i had to say hi i needed it it was enough of a distraction for that particular moment everything going on that it it allowed me to to say yeah i'm saying hi because i I needed the mental break you guys are would go for that i mean the entire weeby geeks team that are involved that i'm involved with with the three shows that i run well four if you count one was Zoe and I, um, but the core three, um, the four of you guys that I that are my co-hosts across the three shows, uh, you guys are are awesome, and I am honored to call you guys partners in crime and and friends. So I may not say it enough, but but I but uh, yeah, that's how I feel, and uh, and I mean it, and I stand behind it. So because <laughs> um, I'm still looking at Hezra Pulse on their uh, Marvel Legend stuff, there is nothing on their list of anything Kitty Pride or Marauder-esque. And of course the Marvel Legends Hydra Trooper is sold out. They had a shield they had shield troopers. Their two packs sold out too. I was like, oh this would be perfect to try and com- switch over into Intrepid Trio. Find the heads and make the switch. But not happening. Um so yeah, big on Power Rangers. Big stuff coming is, is now available. So lots of good stuff there. And I think we talked about it over on uh Wookie Radio. Um as Hopefully, most of y'all know I'm a cast member over at 
Disney World, Walt Disney World. Sorry, I got to start saying Walt Disney World, or I'm going to fall victim into what they are, what rumors and speculation says the company may change the park to because everyone calls it Disney World. Because you got Disneyland. Um, they're talking about possibly dropping the word Walt of Walt Disney World. It's like, uh, no, it was named. Walt Disney World was specifically named Walt Disney World in honor of Walt after his passing. It's a in memory of titling. Changing, dropping the word Walt from the parks and just saying Disney World, I think would be slap in the face of the Disney family. So that's my feeling. But I don't know. Uh, marketing, because everyone else says Disney World. So just go with just go with what's said. But that would be like saying changing Washington, D.C. to D.C. Because everyone says D.C. You don't say Washington, D.C. No. <laughs> oh, I saw a uh, YouTube video. No, it's a TikTok video talking about uh, someone from uh, some, I forgot who the per- initial person was, but then representative of Massachusetts. And um, they're going, okay, city names. You have such, 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 or such. And the guy from Massachusetts, no, it's it's Worcester, Worcester, and, uh, and something else. Um, it's like, what? Don't you have any any towns that sound like they look? He goes, yeah, we got a couple. <laughs> now you you live in yeah. I mean, there's Boston, but of course you all say it different because of the accent up there. It's Boston. Yep. Uh, now the city you live or the, the town you live in, right? It's not a city; it's a town, right? See, having lived in New York, I question because New York you have village, township, town, city. <laughs> See that that's so cool to have. See, it's cool because that goes back to it's the history of this country, the history of the colonies, especially up north. I mean, you don't get a lot of that in the south. But up north, that was, that was the cool thing, the village of, township of, town. Each one's different. Each one's different. Um, so the town you live in is Gardner, right? Okay. I said it without the Massachusetts accent, but I mean, it's not like, okay, well, that's the accent. It's not like looking at a town that's spelled P-E-A-B-O-D-Y. You think Peabody, and it's Peabody. I know that because I had a rap, one of my former rabbis lived in Peabody. I remember that. I got, I got corrected up real quick. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can, I can do that. Peabody. Um, I, I had a friend who, uh, I got some friends who were born in Worcester and actually played for the Ice Cats, the AHL club that used to be there. So um, that's, that's right. It's Worcester. Worcester's a different town. Wait, no, I thought it was W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R. That's Worcester. That's Worcester. It's Dennis Larry's from that area. Okay. Where they have the memorial of the, the Worcester Seven. Worcester Seven, right? Seven firemen that, that passed away. Yep. Yeah, my, uh, there is a, some, some friends of mine, uh, the Campbell family. Uh, Jim Campbell played with the, uh, predominantly the Anaheim Ducks and St. Louis Blues, but he played with multiple other teams as well. And then uh, his brothers, a couple of his brothers also played. Uh, I knew Eddie from his time playing here in Orlando with the Solar Bears back in the IHL days. Um, but Eddie's played around in, in the minors quite a bit, but they're from that area. And uh, I guess Dennis Leary does a charity, charity hockey game there every year, fire department. So, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> as we derail there, um, <laughs> which is cool. Hey. It works. I don't care. Um, Michelle Nichols. Uh, we lost her back in July, on July 31st. Wow. 27 days ago. Well, guess what? Um, her ashes, some of her ashes are going into space to join James Duhon. And I believe Nimoy's up there as well. Some of his, actually, I don't know if Nimoy's ashes are up there because technically, see, I don't know. 
because technically being Jewish, cremation is against Jewish law. You do not get cremated because it's too much of a remembrance of what we went through with the Holocaust and the ovens. But uh, I think I do want to be cremated when I pass. Um, I know Melissa does. Um, my dad was cremated um, ju- just because it was so much easier. Well, yeah. Plus, too, we weren't going, we didn't know when we were going to get up to Ohio to possibly lay his body to rest. So doing the, the ashes, you know, doing cremation was, was better. And then my brother has parts of him. I have part of him. My mom has part of him. So, um, but yeah, Michelle Nichols is, uh, her son, Kyle Johnson, uh, donated some of her ashes to go be added to the deep space voyage of the Celestis Voyager Memorial Space Flight, the Enterprise Flight, which will be launched later this year. Uh, apparently, uh, she will have a steam company of other Star Star Trek, almost a Star Wars. Oh, how sacrilegious would that have been? Um, she will be in the esteemed company of other Star Trek icons along with her in space, including Gene Roddenberry, who, okay, again, someone else who is Jewish. So maybe he, maybe he is. I, uh, according to this, no, no anymore. So uh, Gene Roddenberry, his wife, Majel Barrett Roddenberry, uh, James Duhon, and visual effects pioneer Douglas Trumbull. So um fans are also being invited to show their love for the late actress and have it immortalized in the form of tribute messages and stories that will be compiled and carry along with her remains in the celestis mind file which is probably going to be a usb drive or a uh or uh, like a processing card or chip that'll be embedded on a board somewhere so that is cool i i almost wonder if if peter mayhew was cremated if so his ashes need to go into space. Same with Kenny Baker and others. Uh, we know Carrie Fisher was. Of course, she was Jewish too. Some of her ashes show on space as well. But I don't think they thought about that. So uh, let's talk about what's happening over at HBO Max. J.J. Abrams and Bruce Timm's Batman Cape Crusader series canceled. <laughs> uh, the um, Of course, in this way was also canceled. Merry Little Batman, The Day the Earth Blew Up, a Looney Tunes movie. Bye Bye Bunny, a Looney Tunes musical. Did I Do That to the Holidays, a Steve Urkel story, and The Amazing World of Gumball, a movie. So that was in that train. But uh, it was also reported another animated original, Driftwood, had been scrapped. While it was also removing shows like Close Enough, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, and Affinity Train, and numerous others. But wait, there's more. I need to find that. I need to to find that infomercial to get that clip, get that drop. Oh, wait, there's more. Um, So on Twitter, Dietrich Bader commented commented on this, and (laughs) he wrote, well, crap, I was on this. Hell of a way to find out. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. And, And I actually like Dietrich Bader's Batman, animated Batman. I mean, I put him up there with Kevin... Kevin Conway for the for the modern Batman's those are are great. I love their voices. I mean, his voice is perfect for the role. I was surprised the first time I heard him because all I thought of was his character from uh, from the Drew Carey show. I'm like, no, but man, he he that and uh, when he played Jethro on uh, Beverly Hillbillies the movie. But man, he's good, perfect, perfect voice for it. Um, but that girl canceled. Almost ready to be released. They literally pulled a Fantastic Four. 
<laughs> well, the cast and crew are getting a funeral, what they called a funeral viewing of the film. But I, lo- I love the memes. Batgirl will be now known in the history books as the film with the longest director's cut of 90 minutes of unseen footage. <laughs> Um, I was actually looking forward to this film. Well, the, well, the nice thing was it was only going to be, it was going to go, it wasn't going to go into theaters. It was going to go straight to HBO Max. So I, I was looking forward to seeing it because one, they were doing the updated look to the costume with the Doc Martin boots and all that, which I actually kind of liked that costume. When I saw they gave her the, that modern look, I was like, I, I really dig this. This is cool. I, I could, I could appreciate this. It's something that girls of today can relate to. And if and it almost goes along the same style what they did with Miss Marvel and her outfit at the end. Something more realistic. So uh, I mean and I know they've done it with, with the films and whatnot to give the the costumes more of a realistic vibe of what they would be down in DC and Marvel, but they don't have to do that transition in the comics. And I'm glad they did that this time with Batgirl to set that new standard. I I thought it was great. But now, um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which was supposed to be released around Christmas, now March 17th of next year. Uh, Aquaman, Aquaman, scheduled for the March 17th date of next year, now opening December 25th, 2023. Yeah, very huge. But apparently, apparently, well, Shazam is still three months earlier than what the original release date of the movie was supposed to be before it got moved up to December. So, like, well, okay. <laughs> Hate to tell you, David Sandberg, there's still time. <laughs> They're not done yet. <laughs> so, yeah, and a, a lot of this is being spearheaded by uh, by Discovery. So, which now has me worried because I get HBO Max as part of my cell phone cell phone package. And now, and now they're talking about merging Discovery Plus and HBO Max together. Okay. Do I automatically get grandfathered to this new service? I mean, I pay for Discovery Plus. I would love to have that six bucks back for Discovery Plus if they merged the two. But you know, I'm curious to know what's going to happen. What are they going to do? Yeah, I am too. Um, now, the Batgirl star, Ivory Aquino, is playing with Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, asking him to reconsider releasing the film. All this is, yeah, I have no clue. Absolutely no clue. Now, we talked about Cape Crusader. Batman Cape Crusader is no longer moving forward on HBO Max. Um, apparently, Hulu and Netflix and others have expressed intense interest in taking on the project. So the question is, could they do that legally or under the license? Could they do that even though Warner Brothers has the license and maintains? I, this is the one I'm curious to see how this plays out, especially if Hulu picks it up. Because Hulu is primary owner is Disney. And Disney gets full control in 2024. So this is Disney coming out going, yeah, we'll take a crack at it. And if Hulu, and if Hulu gets it, that could lead even more to the rumors of could DC Comics be up for sale? And if so, is Disney seriously making a, would they be making a, a move to try and grab it? If they did, uh, I think it'd be cool. I don't think it'd be a monopoly, monopoly situation because of all the other comics comic book companies out there but i don't think dc comics is hurting that bad with the comics story-wise or whatnot but this could be a game changer because i don't think they're gonna merge dc and marvel together i think they, i think they keep them separate but movie wise but movie and production wise that now puts dc and being able to put their own people in charge of the dceu that up that ups the game for dc for dceu if they do that 
for DC Studios. I say DC Studios as if they have a, a thing like Marvel Studios, but to do a DC to do a DC Studios that becomes a game changer for them. Is that means the quality that would change the quality of the films and improve them big time. Then you bring in all that staff over to help improve Marvel's animated. I'm sorry, DC's got great animated film features. The only one that I have really liked from Marvel has been World War Hulk. That was brilliant. Loved World War Hulk. Oh, God, check out World War Hulk. It's amazing. I don't know if it's on Disney Plus, though. I don't know. If it is, I may have to watch it again. I may have to watch it again. So, uh, speaking of canceled, as we continue on, Netflix has canceled Resident Evil after one season. I have not watched it, so I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, to continue on with Netflix, September 27th, we are getting Rob Zombie's The Monsters. I am so scared for, I am so scared for this project. Yeah. That's why I'm scared. But Tim Burton's, no, it's weird in Zombie's way. I like Zombie's original films. When he did the remakes of Halloween, I hated it. His original stuff's great. House of a Thousand Corpses, loved it. The Devil's Rejects, great. Three from Hell, awesome. Halloween, no. <laughs> Best part of Halloween was seeing uh, Malcolm. Oh, not Malcolm, his brother. McDowell, seeing McDowell in there. That was it. So, yeah, I, I'm concerned. Um, but I did see the, the preview photos for Tim Burton's Adam's family. Love it. Or not Adam's family Wednesday. Love the look of the Adam's family. They're going, uh, Burton is, is, uh, is it Louis Guzman is, uh, I'm okay with it because if you look at the original cartoon, he, he has that, he has that look and vibe to it. I mean, yeah, yeah. That one's got, I'm more interested in seeing Wednesday than I do the monsters. So, but you know, I, he, he's a, I can't think of the Adam, what his character is. Gomez. I think he's a great Gomez. I mean, John Aston was a great Gomez. Um, what's his name from the films? Who he passed away way too soon. Raul Julia. Yes. Thank you. Um, he was great. I, I think with him being, I think the height difference, making him taller, I think the performance he gave made me overlook the fact that Gomez was a shorter character originally because his performance was great. John Aston was more on the higher end of that scale. He's, he's not a tall man. Um, and of course, Morticia was a little smaller in the show as well. So they were closer to height. I liked the going based on the original characters, cartoon, uh, comic characters. I think they had the scaling of Morticia and Gomez perfectly on this. It is, yes. I like the look. Um, to be honest with you, I have to watch it again. I've only seen, seen bits and pieces. I've seen bits and pieces. Casting was great. I enjoyed the casting. I thought it was a great cast. I just really haven't sat down to really get a good watch. And then um, another show, or another film that or project that's made news quite a bit this week, Red Sonia. I was surprised who, yeah, um, one, Sasha Baron Cohen was re- reportedly turned down uh, a villain role in the film. Yeah, he would he would have been tasked to play Golan Gath, which was interesting. Um, film will star Matilda Lutz as Red Sonia, with Wallace Day as Anesia, Robert Sheehan as Dragon, Michael Bisping, Bisping as Hawk, Martin Ford as General Carlick, Eliza Montague as Amaric, Amaric, uh, Manal L. Vittori as Elia, and Katrina Durden as Savaius. And I saw a picture of Matilda Lutz. Uh, she's an Italian actress. And for me, 
you know, considering the last time we saw Sonya on screen, it was uh, Brigitte Nelson. Of course, we know we know her from the comics and you know, typical comics, very busty esque figure. Matilda Lutz is a very attractive woman. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't think she's the right casting for Sonya. Nothing against her, but I. Again, like I said, she's, I'm looking at pictures. She's very attractive. She's just not voluptuous enough for that character, like you would expect. I see her very much as Vampirella, Vampirella if they ever wanted to do a Vampirella movie. But Red Sonia, um, I'm going to have to say, convince me. I'm not questioning her ability. It's, it's the look, if you see what I mean. This, I mean, this would be like, again, another great actress. I think she's very talented. It'd be like casting Mia Jolovich. Mila Jolovich. As Sonia, she could pull it off, but it's not the right look. And it has nothing to do with ability. It's, I hate to say it for Sonia, it, it is a, unless they've changed the way she looks in the comics since the last time I really saw her in the comics, there, there is a, it's like asking Mila Jolovich to play Laura Croft at the height of the Laura Croft games. Angelina Jolie had the look. She pulled it off well. When they toned down the character character's looks in the game, the actress who played her in the last Tomb Raider film it was a great casting. Looked great. I mean, I, I was pleased with that. <laughs> Again, I, I I'm not questioning talent. It's even the, um, the director M.J. Bassett. You know, was quoted saying, um, "When I met Matilda Lutz, I knew she had all the magic I was looking for, and could see the complexity and depth that she would bring to Sonya. Cool, great." I ho- I'm hoping when we get to teasers and trailers, that's maybe enough to have me overlook the visual image we have always known of Red Sonia. And, and I don't want to seem like I'm shallow. That's probably too late. That's probably too late for that. Just trust me, I'm, I'm not shallow. It, this, this is this is one of those times you could have made Red Sonia a redheaded black woman, and I would have been okay as long as you know the the image portrayal from the comics fit is carried over because she Sonia is a very voluptuous character and, and I, 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 it's going to be hard to see what we're going to get when you when you have the expectations of what we see in the comics and it's not just the comics wasn't there a Red Sonia for a while Red Sonia Sunday comic strip I know there was with Conan but I'm sure she was drawn the same way in, in that too if there was so it's not me being shallow this is me being kind of a, a purest of what the character is so but that's all and i don't think there's anything wrong with that in this particular instance like i said you, you you could change her to any other race outside of white i'm fine with that it, it, it's the the purity of the of the look of the character there's a specific look there's a reason why res sonia drove a lot of a lot of us as teenagers absolutely mad when we read the book so but I will say, um, Brigitte Nielsen's was okay. I mean, she had the look, but I think the talent could have been better with someone else, especially in that day and age. I think the only reason why, wasn't she, though, in a, a Conan film, briefly, but not as Sonya? Schwarzenegger wasn't. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and then other big news. Apparently, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is coming to The Boys, season four. And uh, they are saying that he, which is funny because they also said, too, that... Uh, Negan, one other character going to get a spinoff series of Walking Dead. Um, but apparently, Eric Kripke, um, who worked with Morgan on Supernatural, uh, had been wanting him in the show the last two seasons, but Morgan's schedule on Walking Dead has always prevented it. But now that that's coming towards an end, there's a possibility. Um, so, of course, 
season three brought Jensen Ackles, another Supernatural alum, in as Soldier Boy. And here's who people think he, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, may play on the show. Tech Knight, yeah, Mal Chemical, and January, a.k.a. Starlight, her father, someone from Butcher's military past. Kessler, Kessler, Frederick Vaught, Frederick Vaught, William Bill Donovan, especially since it's been leaked that episode one of season four is called Department of Dirty Tricks, or possibly an entirely new character. I personally want to see him as Tech Knight. I think that would be the better fit. So, you got anything else? Oh, I got nothing else either. Final thoughts? Then uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. And hopefully we didn't leave you asking. Want to know more. So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.